Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our Seventh Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing season seven, episode four of Seventh Heaven. The title is Bowling for Eric, or in Germany, the title is A Question of the Heart. Our IMDb user synopsis is Eric is told he has to have open heart surgery and is faced with telling Annie and the family. Um, nice and concise and true. Yeah, we don't even need to discuss the episode now because it's, it's truly it's a truly terrible episode. It really is. I would like to before we get in. Just um, wait. Well, what is your first impression of the episode? I guess there we go. Um, I I think this is one of the first times we've had like a family outing like this. I don't know. If, I don't think we've ever had something like this before where they like, they, like, we've had family dinners, but even those are very, like, I feel like we haven't had one of those in, like, since, like, the first couple of seasons. But this is the first time where we've had the entire family go out and do thing a, a thing together, and that thing was bowling. <laughs> and that's totally you something you would think that, like, the Camdens and, like, the show would utilize all the time, having, like, family outings. Um, but I do, I want to say that I kind of thought it was insensitive, or not insensitive, but kind of, like, stupid um for them to name this episode bowling for eric uh given that this episode came out the same year um bowling for columbine came in came like came out was released yeah and um that obviously deals with the columbine high school shootings and like i immediately when i saw this title thought it would have to do with a school shooting or another like gun related incident but it ended up honestly actually being about bowling. So, I don't know. You can disagree. Any, I mean, and to the general you, not just you, Aaron. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was, eh. Like, didn't really. They could have picked something else. Um, although, I guess it does make sense, because they were bowling indeed for Eric. Uh, yeah, so we'll start with the cold open. Um, it's just the Rev at a doctor's office, and the doctor is giving him some results of some tests, um, some bad news about the Rev's, um, heart, um, there's blockage in his arteries, and he needs to have open heart surgery, um, a double bypass. So, um, the Rev immediately is like, I want a second opinion. We learn that this is the doctor who is giving him the second opinion. He's like, I am your second opinion. So... There's no way around it. The Rev needs to have this surgery. Um, the doctor tells him that he needs to get his affairs in order because, I mean, as with any surgery, there can be complications. So the doctor's like, okay, you got to tell your family and you have to have your affairs in order. And we learn that, well, the doctor says, I'm surprised Annie isn't here with you today because um, I would think she would want to hear um, this information as well. And we learned that the Rev hasn't even been telling the family that he's been having these appointments um, and, I guess, these tests done. So um, he's stressed out because he finds out he has to have open-heart surgery and he doesn't want to tell the family, and that's the entire cold open. Um, before we get into the rest of the episode, just a couple of uh, facts about this episode. Um, this was the highest-rated episode for the WB 
like in a while, um, meaning that it got like I think it had eighty six million viewers on like uh, its actual like premiere, and um, it did really well compared to other WB shows for that week. Uh, although nationally it placed sixty third, but it was like a high rank for the WB. Um, so congratulations on that. And this was also the episode, like, I think during this episode, or right before this episode aired, uh, is when 7th Heaven announced that Barry Watson had been cured um, of his Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, So, as we said in the last episode, congratulations to him. Um, uh, Instead of, there was really, like, only one big storyline in this episode, and it was the Rev and this, like, looming surgery. Uh, But the like one other minor one was was between um, Robbie, Kevin, and Lucy. So we'll talk about that before we get back to the rev. Robbie comes home with a traffic ticket, and because uh, Kevin is on the police force, he tries to get Kevin to like help him out with his ticket because he had a ticket last year. Remember he got into that accident with Simon and, um, if he like gets another ticket, since he got another ticket, his insurance could go up. So Kevin's like, no, I'm not going to help you. Like, I'm not going to put my career on the line to help you not pay insurance. And this kind of causes like a fight between them. And Lucy is like, you have to tell me why you guys are fighting. For some reason, they won't, even though it's kind of stupid. I don't understand why they don't just tell her. Um, yeah, Kev, like, so Lucy, because she's really self-centered, and as we always say, Lucy is the worst, um, she thinks that it's about her, that, like, Kevin's still really hung up on the fact that Ro- uh, Robbie and her dated once. Um, although, was it dating? And it, it was, like, two dates. Yeah. Not even. It was a date and a lot of kissing or something yeah. like that. And um, so, like, Lucy, for some reason, uses the segue of, like, oh, you won't tell me if it's about me or whatever to be, like, uh, so now you have to tell me if you've slept with other women. And, like, she actually uses the word sex this time, which congratulations, Seventh Heaven, on being able to use the word. Someone probably fainted on set when they heard that. Um, and I, so obviously this was a big thing in the last episode, and you thought, you know, it was re- resolved, but apparently it's not. And I was saying this to Aaron while I was watching, it's like, we've not really seen them have a happy, healthy moment other than the first date they went on, where they were like infatuated with each other but since then every single the rest time of this yeah relationship has been like shrouded with jealousy and i don't know they don't trust each other so yeah and she's like very hung up on the fact about whether or not he slept with other women i get why that like could like that's a thing in the relationship um and i get especially why it would be disconcerting for lucy to not have an answer coming from kevin because kevin is such a shady character as it is um but it, I don't know. She annoys me. Um, so this fight kind of continues throughout where Lucy's not talking to Kevin because Lucy wants to know and Kevin doesn't want to talk about it. Robbie and Kevin are fighting. Uh, this leads to Robbie and Lucy also fighting. Um, at some point, Lucy's like, I'm trying not to be as crazy as my mother. And mm, Kevin says... You're not on your way. Like, you're not on your way there. You're already there. 
Lucy's like, oh, like, I think the reason you're not telling me is because, and the reason you're mad at Robbie is because you think he and I slept together, but we didn't. That one time we accidentally, like, fell asleep was because we were talking, like, we were awake all night talking. And she's like, okay, now you can tell me. And he's like, I have nothing to say. So she talks herself into a frenzy, and it's a real, like... Well, she's like, you won't tell me if you've had sex with anyone because you have, and you are so, like, you were so attached to that person that you think of her all the time, and I don't know, just, like, you you felt such a connection with her that, that that's all you think about, and that's why you won't tell me. And that you want her more than me, and that's what, like, she's like... What not only what what she's done is created this imaginary woman, this imaginary woman who apparently is hotter than Lucy, who Kevin's already had sex with, and that he that Kevin's gonna leave Lucy for this imaginary woman. Like that's how much Lucy's gone from like zero to one hundred in I want to say less than a minute. Like that conversation happened in thirty seconds. Uh, this all gets resolved basically when uh, we get a very gratuitous and unfortunate scene of uh, Kevin curling... What is it called? Lifting weights? I don't even know. What is it? What is yeah, he he's, he's just, like, lifting some weights. Um, and he's he's shirtless, and he's they covered him in oil, I guess, to make him look like he was sweating. But instead, he just looks like he's, like, going tanning or something. And just, it just looks like, wrong. Yeah. It just was unnecessary... Um, I don't know. I don't want to see that. And he also, like, not to be... He doesn't look like he works out. Like, he doesn't have, like, an extraordinary body. So it was like, Not oh. that, it, like, he needs to work. Like, not that, yeah, like, no, it no, matters. Not that, not that it matters, but I'm just saying, like, it just seemed very gratuitous. Like, sometimes I know, like, scenes like that will just be added because you've got, like, an actor that's, like... You know, like Chris Hemsworth. And yeah, Thor. like, good to look at. But, like, this was just kind of, like... He looked like an average dude. Yeah. <laughs> he and, looks like a, a mere mortal. <laughs> and it gave that scene a subtext that it shouldn't have had. Yeah, and he was all and he was all greasy and he was talking to Robbie with and like playing with this towel around his neck. They were like resolving like their issues or whatever. Uh, basically Robbie's like, Why didn't you just like why weren't you upfront with Lucy about why we were fighting and what like why did you let it get so big? And Kevin's like, Because you know, Lucy really, like, looks up to you. She, like, admires you a lot, and I didn't want to tell her this because I knew that it would, like, alter her opinion of you, that you, like, came to me to change your traffic ticket. And Robbie's like, oh, wow, I thought you hated me. And Kevin's like, I do, but I don't want to do that to Lucy. So I don't know. I guess they're like, he's a good guy is what 7th Heaven is trying to tell us. I don't believe it. Um, And so they, like, fix things, and then... Lucy realizes why, like, Robbie and Kevin were fighting in the first place. And she's like, I'm sorry, I thought it was about me. I'm sorry, I'm, like... Um, so self-centered. Yeah. And he... I mean, he does... Again, he doesn't outright say that he's had sex with somebody else, but it's very clear he has. Right, or else he would just answer the question and be like, no, I haven't. And he, he very clearly says, like, I don't want to talk about the women in my past because they're in my past, and I really only want one person in my future, and it's you. Um... And I'm hoping that this is the end of the, like, storyline with this. I'm sure we'll have a new thing that they're fighting about next episode. We haven't seen Roxanne in an episode. She'll probably come back and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, make it hard for Lucy because, you know, whatever. But um, that really leaves us with what is an episode which is, like, which should have been called Everybody Hates the Rev because, you know, that's exactly what happens. Um, so we come back from the cold open with the Rev talking to 
who might be our new least favorite character. Doc. Doc. <laughs> um, Doc, if you guys remember, is like mostly Matt's friend. He was so like he's was a, he Matt's friend though? He was a groomsman for Matt. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I know John Hamilton wasn't around, but <laughs> Doc is like not a good replacement. Uh, Doc is basically talking to the Rev and being like, "You have nothing to worry about. You're not gonna die. Like it's just like a double bypass. It's very like normal procedure. Just you know." They have to tell you all of that stuff just so you like I don't know, in case something does happen, they they have to have given you that warning. So like, it'll be fine. Just tell everyone. So the rev calls a family meeting and apparently like everybody thinks it's because somebody's in trouble and also everybody thinks that Annie knows because every time a family meeting is called, it's usually both the parents calling a family meeting. But Annie, for the first time we're gathering, is like kind of left out of this and doesn't know what's happening, which is kind of her push throughout this episode for why she's upset. Um, During the family meeting, we get like some like hijinks where... It moves from the love den to the backyard, and instead of coming outright and saying that he needs heart surgery, the Rev says that he needs to go bowling. Yes. Um, And this kind of starts out... So the whole family doesn't want to go because bowling is lame, and... Simon doesn't want to go because, you know, remember, Simon's um, restricted. He's still kind of reeling from the from the implications of what he did in the last episode by giving the baby away. And he's also still interested, like, even though he wasn't interested at first in dating Cecilia, uh, she apparently has not given up on pursuing him, and now he is interested. So he also would like to be off restrictions so he can go on a date with Cecilia. And there's a lot of, term- like, inner tor- turmoil with Simon, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, obviously, we know that, like, Robbie, Kevin, and Lucy are dealing with their own thing. Lucy's upset. And the only person that really wants to be there is Ruthie, but that's because Ruthie is awesome at bowling. That's the only thing I took away from that. Yeah, so there's this big, long bowling alley scene, and it's stupid. Um, I, get, uh, I, sh- I guess we should mention that like the Rev's strategy now for telling people that he's going into heart surgery is to just call everyone and tell them that he loves them, and then that's it. <laughs> yes, so prior to the bowling alley scene... Uh, the Rev calls, um, tries to call Julie, and he gets Hank on the phone, and he tells Hank he loves him, and Hank's like, what's going on? Um, he's like, never mind, I have to go bowling. So Hank shows up to the bowling alley, and he's like, I know what's going on. Um, what's your prognosis? How, how long did the doctors give you? Um, and again, the Rev says, oh, I just, I, he's like, I need to have a double bypass. And um, another doctor Although I didn't think Doc was a real doctor, but now Dr. Hank Hastings is like, oh, you'll be fine. That's a, like a standard procedure. Like, I don't know why you're so freaked out. So um, then they decide that they love each other one last time before they say goodbye. Uh, this obviously makes things worse between him and Annie because Annie now is for sure. Like, he's, she, she knows that something's up and some, he's not telling her something. Um, we have a short conversation here between Simon and the Rev, where the Rev basically says, I'm just afraid that there'll come a time in the future where I won't be around to make sure that you learn the lesson that needs to be learned. Um, later on in the house, after there's, like, even more mounting tension, uh, we have what I think is probably the best scene in this episode. It's between... Really? I, like, looking back at it, I I think it's, like, an interesting dynamic that I want to explain 
see explored more. I don't know if Tabitha Evans could actually do it. And the acting is not good. The acting is not. I agree. The acting's not good. But I do think what the topic they're talking about is really interesting and could be really good. Because I feel like this is the first time we've really had a child bring this up. And I think this should have been brought up with Mary. I feel like this would have been a good thing for Mary to bring up. Well, it's definitely a recurring thing with Simon. Simon brings it up a lot. So I guess he's like the first one to, I don't know, use it as an excuse. But anyway, so the conversation is about... So Simon is like, you don't know what my life is like. You don't know what I'm going through. The Rev realizes that it has something to do with what happened last week. And remember, the Rev, nobody knows besides Simon what actually happened. Um, and the Rev's like, well, you don't know what I'm going through. You know, they're both separately going to, through like very serious things, but they obviously don't know about each other. You know, typical TV trope. Um, and then Simon says as he's leaving, like, you said that um, you're afraid about what's going to happen if I'm not around, but I actually kind of want that to happen, basically, because he's, he's like, like... I wish you were dead. Yeah, because he's like, because then I would finally be normal and I'd be able to make mistakes without like, being in your shadow and learning from those mistakes and I wouldn't have the spotlight on me he's like you don't understand what people ask of me because I'm your son what they like have what I have to do because I'm your son and it's like really hard on me and I think it's like I don't know I thought it was the 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 points that Simon was making were really accurate because he said something like you know the standards that you have set are far beyond what like normal standards are and I'm being treated like a juvenile delinquent for something that isn't like up to par with that, and I feel like like this would resonate with what hap- like what 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 they did with Mary's character, right? They sent her away. Right. Yes. Um, and the Rev is like, you don't really mean that, and because you know exactly what Aaron said. Simon's basically saying, I wish you were dead. And Simon's like, No, I really do. And I actually kind of like the fact that this was brought up. I hope it gets explored. And I also want to say that it wasn't resolved at the end of this episode. Like, yeah. Um, he has a conversation. The Rev then has a conversation with Ruthie where Ruthie's like, uh, I had a great time bowling. But you need to, like, sort your shit, Dad. <laughs> like, get it together. Uh, he has a conversation with Lucy. I guess we didn't mention this, but Lucy's writing a paper. Oh, yeah, Lucy has to write a paper. So Lucy is in a creative writing class, and she needs to write basically her memoirs, and she needs to look back on her, like, uh, accomplishments in life so far. And she's kind of just sitting around moping, like, oh, I have no accomplishments, which isn't entirely untrue. Um, So when the Rev stops by to have his little individual conversation with her, she's still struggling to think of what to write. And the Rev sits down and is like, you are intelligent and kind and you are the best person ever. Like, if um, there was a best person in the world award, you would win it. Which I think is fundamentally untrue. Um, I don't know. I think, so they're, they're bringing back this If night. they had a best person in the Camden family award, she wouldn't win it. Yeah, <laughs> Robbie would win that. And he's not even a Camden. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say they are bringing back this, like, father-daughter dynamic dynamic between them that we haven't seen in a while. Um, I don't think we have seen it since, like, Lucy was in, like, middle school. Well, maybe maybe in high school when she decided she was going to be a minister. You got a little bit of it there. But, yeah, yeah, we haven't really seen her bonding with Da. I also want to say that, like, whatever faults the Rev has and whatever, like, annoyances we have with how he does things and the standards he sets, the Rev is very, like, inclined to be a minister. He has the, like, 
you know, like the trappings. Yeah, like Eric has the things that he needs to, to be a good reverend, and like when he is doing the reverend things, I mean, yeah, we think he's like nosy and shit, but like whatever. That's he gets part of the job, I yeah. guess. But like, I don't currently. Lucy does not have those qualities. I think she's too selfish right now to be that. Yeah. She also just generally lacks, like, empathy, um, which is kind of a big thing, I think, when you're trying to be a minister. I don't know. And I think it, like, it, like it's completely... Like, the things that he was saying about her are completely separate from, like, what we see of the character. Like, he's like, you are really passionate about people you care about. I say that's true. And then she, and then he says something like, "You'll do anything to help other people." And I was just like, "But does she?" No. No. Or like something about how. Um, actually, I forgot what I was going to say, so forget it. Um, the episode ends with the Rev going into the bedroom, and he's really upset with him. And she's like, I'm, "He says I'm going to tell you what I've been hiding, but I'm going to tell you before I tell everybody else." And he says, "I." need open heart surgery a double bypass and she's like i knew you were gonna say that and they hug and it goes to black dun, dun, dun. uh so yeah mm. Mm. <laughs> what would you rate this episode like two That's i think i think two. i think i'll give this a 2.5, and that 0. 0.5 is purely for that one conversation between Simon and the Rev. Uh, like, that's, that's how, I'm giving it a happy for that conversation. Or, like, a, a whatever. Yeah, yeah. 0. 0.5 is a happy. Half a, half a person. Oh, I wonder if, like, we should change it now to include Kevin. No. And get Matt out. The rating system is, it, it's even. It's, it's an even. even seven. No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> Matt's no longer a regular, so we oh, replace yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, like, or, like if, whenever Mary... If, I don't know if Mary's coming back, but, like, Robbie's... I can't, we can't do that anymore, but... Meh, meh. I don't know. Perhaps one day we'll change it. Today, we probably won't. Today is not that... <laughs> wait, and, and by that I mean we won't. Yeah, we won't. And, um... We yeah. might have to revisit the ranking soon, but yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like now that Matt isn't here, he can go back to being higher than he was. Yeah. He can't do anything to mess it up now. Yeah. Um, all right, so... We are available to be listened to every day, but new episodes come out on Wednesday and Saturday on the iTunes Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud.com slash CampingCast. And new platform, um, actually I don't know how you go about listening to this, but there's a new podcast hosting website called Pippa, Pippa.io, and you can also find us on there now. Um, you can keep up with us on social media by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Camp, we are at Camden Cast Show, um, Facebook.com slash Camden Cast, and I am Erin. I am Tanvi. This is Camden Cast. <laughs> <laughs>